0: following is a presentation of the belly sports media network
1: the nba playoffs are here and we are ready for them and the rays are undefeated tampa bay completely undefeated the only team to do so so far in the mlb and they're looking really good we're going to talk about them and nate diaz is going to be fighting but not just any fight in the octagon he's going to be boxing And against who? He's going to be going against Jake Paul, another uh, YouTube star being able to come into the, the ring, another match for the YouTube star, I should say. And spring football is among us. We've had some spring football games already. More coming up soon. We're going to talk about our teams in spring football and a little bit of a twist to spring football as well. And we're going to talk about all of this and so much more today on Rising to the Occasion. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Rising to the Occasion. So excited. Uh, the first episode that I'm able to do in our new studio. Uh, soon we'll have everybody in the studio, hopefully. you know, Maybe we'll, we'll get all four of us up here. Uh, I know Jeremy had something last minute pop up. Uh, he had some, some things to deal with at home, and so we wanted him to just go take care of that. And then Britton got called into work last minute. He doesn't think he's going to be able to hop on. Uh, and so we just went ahead and started the show without him, but uh, I am joined by one of the greatest hosts uh, of all time, uh, not only of this show, but also the Up Tempo podcast. Blake, how you doing, man?
0: What's up, Josh? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I really appreciate that intro, brother, and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm excited to be back for another episode of Rising to the Occasion and just continuing to talk sports with you guys and, and growing this show, man. Uh, there's... Uh, unbelievable heights and so uh yeah I, i'm excited yeah definitely yeah When
1: Britton and i were even talking about it you know we started this show we were just like hey we're bored let's talk about some sports and put it on you know really on podcast you know uh, platforms and it kind of led to us being like hey let's do some youtube too and make it a little more fun and you know then you know of course we met you had you jump along and it started looking up. It started looking like a like a good thing and now it's turning into a little bit of a business. And so, you know, it's 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 amazing. And for everyone watching and listening, you're the reason why any of this has happened. So like I said, I'm in the studio. We we've got a studio now that uh, we got a really good deal on. Uh, the, the owner of the, the place is really cool, really nice. And so I figured why not? Let's go ahead and jump the gun and go on it, you know, and, and do it. Uh, and you know it's because of you guys, and so if you're watching right now, make sure to hit that like button, hit subscribe, help us keep on growing, uh, and and share it. Share it on social media. If you're listening on audio, make sure to give us a five star review because that's the best way to help us over there. Uh, and you know the more that you guys share the show, the more that you guys show that you're interested in the show, the more we're going to keep on growing. Uh, and one of the ways that we're growing is we're getting new sponsors, sponsors that are able to help this show grow, and we're able to put more into it and make it more fun for you guys. And one of those amazing sponsors is bro throw a brand new sponsor to the show i've been using it for a little while uh, and we've been setting things up with bro throw for a while i've been really uh, excited to be able to bring this to you guys because this is something that we can do together. Uh, one thing that we haven't been able to do a whole lot of on this show is get some interaction from you guys watching and listening. We haven't gotten a whole lot of that. We'd love to have you guys join us live and and uh, jump in the chat so we can see what you guys are saying. If if you can put comments down below, that's a great way, but another great way is to going uh, is to by going over to brothrow.com/rising2 that's b r o t h r o w.com/ rising T O and what that does is it allows you to sign up for bro throw completely free, 100% free to sign up and you sign up and check out the bets on there and you can bet and it's not a sports book. That's the amazing thing about this. This is something that i right. always thought of and I always thought this would be really cool. And that's actually how bro throw came about Two got two buddies betting against each other. They were trying to think, you know, Hey, you think other people would want to, want to do this as well. You go into Brothrow, and you check out the bets that are on there, and it's from other sports better. so you're betting directly with them. You, you uh, connect your Venmo, your PayPal, Cash App, uh, and a few others that are on there as well, like Skrill, uh, and you can connect that, and you bet directly with other people. You have to be verified to mm-hmm. sign up, so make sure whenever you sign up, you get through the verification process. That just ensures that you're not going to cheat somebody out their money. So The amazing thing about Brothrow, you don't give any money to Brothrow unless you decide to tip them. Uh, They appreciate the tips here and there because you're not paying any kind of VIG or anything like that. You're not giving the the sportsbook any of your money. You're betting directly against other people, giving that money directly to another person that you're betting betting against. If you bet $25, uh, you don't place that you don't pay that $25 unless you lose. So that's the amazing thing. I've been using bro throw for the past month and I've made a good amount of money on there. Uh, so it's been amazing. You can go on there. Once you sign up with bro slash rising two. it adds you into our group. So the other thing with us, like I said about us having an interaction with you guys, you guys can go on there, place some bets. Maybe I'll see your bets in, in our group and I'll say, Hey, I want to bet against you. Or I'll put some in, in the in the group as well, and you can say, Hey, I want to I want to bet against Josh. I want to bet against Blake. Uh, you know, I want to bet against Josh or, or against a uh, uh, or Jeremy. You know, you can go in there and bet directly against us. Another great way for us to interact, but it's also just an amazing way to to bet on sports. The amazing thing also, since this is not a sports book, it is legal in all 50 states. So don't be thinking, well i'm i'm in a state that doesn't allow this so you know i'm not able to go on there no you're not doing a sports betting through sports books you're betting directly against other people Brothrow is awesome uh, i've been using it blake i know you've been checking it out and thinking uh it's a pretty mm-hmm. sweet site uh, i mean it, it, it's pretty cool it's just fun to be able to bet against other people rather than giving your money over to a sports book or a bookie
0: josh i'll, I'll be honest with you man it's so smooth it is it's smooth it, it's it's it's, I know you said that you you were like, "Hey, hit me up, and I'll try to you know I'll walk you through it." And I just got on there and was like, "And you you know you don't have to walk me through this. It, it, yeah. It's self explanatory. Like here it is, man. And and you know you find whatever bet that you like, and and if you think that person uh, you can you can take the other side of the bet uh, and and win their money, then then go for it. Uh, yeah. And and that's how cool it is, you know. And it's just straight up." Uh, you know, if, if you lose, you pay up, if you win, they pay up. So simple as that, man. And it's, it's really fun. Uh, and, and there's some, uh, you know, there's every, really, really, and truly there's every line that you could think of on there. Like, uh, every bet, you know, I was looking through the MLB the other night, they have, uh, they have the minus one and a half run line. They have minus two run line. They have, um, straight up money line you know, I mean, it's, uh, the first five they have, uh minus one and a half first five they have everything man so uh it's really cool uh, and it's a it's a really neat app I, I enjoy it
1: yeah yeah it's a really cool construct that it's just really a social media site basically uh you're just going mm-hmm. on there to bet against other other people who love sports so it's another way to kind of interact with them not I, I think there's a few features that i think bro throw when i was talking to the owners uh, of bro throw you know the the uh, big guys. They're talking about adding more features to it. Uh, if you're in the group, I know you can kind of chat with each other in the group and stuff like that, but they want to be able to add more stuff in there. Maybe maybe some chat in the future. I don't know. Right now, there's not an app for it, but you go to the website. Like I told you, Blake, you just click on. I know, I know for iPhones, it's really easy. You just click it, uh, add to your home screen and adds it. And It even shows up like a nice little app icon and everything. So I go on there. Every once in a while, I'll click on there. Uh, check out the bets, see if I, I like any. If I don't like any, maybe I'll place my own, see if somebody wants to accept it. And the nice thing about that is if you're, you're sitting there like, ah, I might want to throw this out there, and nobody accepts it, it just goes away, it vanishes, uh, it expires. Mm-hmm. Nothing to worry about. You don't have to pay anything. That's the thing that I love about Brothrow, man. Uh, and I was really excited for them to, to set this deal up with us. So you can either click that link down in the description or go to brothrow.com slash rising to. Like I said, it's absolutely amazing. I've made a lot of money off of it so far. And the great thing is whenever you get Whenever you win, you get paid directly to your cash app, Venmo, PayPal, ho- however you set it up. But one thing I will recommend is setting up multiple payment methods. That way you can bet against other people. Because if you have PayPal only, you can only bet against other players that have PayPal. Uh, so it kind of sets it up that way. But go check it out, brothrow.com rising2. And that's a great way for you to join in with us and bet against us directly. And so it's another fun way for us to interact. Mm-hmm. But you can also check out other uh, bettors on there. I'll be honest with you. There, I love love the community so much, but there are some suckers on there. I've definitely taken advantage of some suckers on there that just think like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw some money out here. Why not?" That's a stupid bet, bro. Let me let me take it and take take that, you know, and I'll, I'll throw my own bet in there and we'll we'll get it going. But Blake, let's jump into the NBA playoffs. Uh, it's it's really exciting. I know tonight we've got uh, a couple of more play in tournament games. So we've got to talk about those first, but I mean, overall, uh, you know, we, we pretty much have the entire tournament basically set up, uh, you know, and we, we can, we can basically kind of see the way, the way it's running through. Uh, and I know Jeremy and I talked about this a little while back, we we're trying to explain like how this whole play in tournament's going to work and to explain it is super confusing. Um, but now that you see it run, run through, it, it's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, t- tonight we see, uh, Let's see. We've got Oh, I didn't You've even got, have the correct games pulled up. You got them up pull up in front of you?
0: Yeah, you got uh Bulls and Heat. Uh winner of that gets the 8 seed in the East and you have the Thunder and Timberwolves. The winner of that gets the 8 seed in the West.
1: Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, you look at the way it's all set up. It, it is really cool with the the play in tournament. So, we'll, we'll jump into those games in a minute and then kind of jump from there and see what we like in this tournament so far in this playoff. Um, but how do you feel about the play-in tournament, Blake? Do you like kind of adding this extra parity in it, or do you think it's just unnecessary uh, addition to to the NBA playoffs? Or how do you like it?
0: I love it. Uh, I, I I think it uh, it adds another uh, it adds another style to the game. Uh, you know, so many people love like March Madness and everything like that, man. So you get that you get that one game. But also, you know, if you're if you're in that seventh or eighth slot, you got to lose twice, all right. right? So, you know, like like the Heat, they couldn't get a rebound the other night. All right? I, they gave up like twenty something offensive yeah. boards, yeah. That was and insane. so tonight, they get another they get another crack at it. Can they? Can they? You know, get the eighth seed? They were they were sitting. Uh, right there with a the chance to to lock themselves in. They couldn't get aboard. They lose. So now they get another crack at it. So uh, I think it, it just adds that that excitement, you know. But really and truly before we get into the playoffs, uh, you you get this play-in tournament. And, uh, you know, look, if you hate the play-in tournament, look at it like this. Seven to ten are all within what? They were within what, a game, two games of each other? Yeah, yeah that's,
1: that's what so, made it so, so necessary this year to me. Was like yeah. man, like this year was so close, and it mm-hmm. was so hard to tell. Like, th- th- really, from even the eight seed up to like the three seed was really close in both conferences mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, and, and especially over in the West. The the West was just crazy how talented they they were. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I felt like this year this playing tournament was absolutely necessary.
0: It was man, and and you know, I remember we did an episode a while back and we were just talking about how close it actually was, you know, and to see, I said that it would eventually uh, broaden out and people would start making a little space. It never really happened like that. And so that's what I love about the play in man is it just, uh, it, it adds a little bit more competitiveness and that nine and 10 game, you get that right there, man, and that's a winner. Go home. So everybody wants to see that. You know, you got to survive and advance. And I think we've had some some great play in games. Uh, you know, and and uh, I'm excited for tonight. I'm excited for uh, Memphis and and LA to kick off. I'm I'm excited to see if Giannis can win another championship. Uh, th- th- this thing's exciting, man. What is Golden State gonna do? Yeah. I know a ton of people have counted them out, but the Kings, they make the first, they make their first playoffs in over 20 years, and bam, you get Golden State, you know, Chef Curry coming at you. So uh, I think there's there's a lot of excitement this year in the NBA playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I you, you mentioned you know the, the the Kings, you know, that's funny because I really can't remember the Kings in the playoffs. I mean, I know I'm young, yes. tw- 25 going on 26. And so I I really can't remember the Kings going to the playoffs. And that's insane to think about. And they've had Mm -hmm. a lot of talent. Uh, And I've talked about the Kings for years. I really like the Kings. And I have for so many years. Uh, I I really liked them, especially when everybody healed went over to the Kings. Uh, You know, it was it was really fun to see that team. And they were so talented and they still are. They've got this young talent and they just couldn't piece the the chemistry together to be able to win these big games. So it's really cool to see them in it. Uh, you know, and then uh, mm-hmm. another team, I guess I'll, I'll jump over it because, you know, I've, I, w- I want to talk about the the two play-in games, too, real quick first before we jump into the bracket, you know, or into the, mm-hmm. the rest of the bracket. But we start off, of, of course, you you mentioned the, the playoff <laughs> games that we've had already or the play-in games. Uh, and those play-in games first, hats off to Atlanta, being able to rebound the way that they were. And I think their entire bench, the, every, everybody on the entire team was in the plus. Nobody was in the minus. Yeah. So I mean, that's inc- that's incredible. I think the entire bench had double digits, if I remember correctly. Uh, and so I mean, Atlanta just played the lights out. I mean, it was incredible. Trey Young played good enough, even with all this trade rumor and stuff like that. Uh, yep. I mean, th- that game yep. was just absolutely incredible. Hats off to them.
0: Josh, you know. A lot of people come out on social media right before that game, after all the trade rumors, and said, hey, the Hawks are about to get pounded. And just the job that they did on the boards, it was one of the greatest rebounding performances that I've ever seen because every time the Heat would get within five or seven you would see the Hawks go up and grab an offensive board for a second-chance opportunity, and they would end up hitting a big shot or an easy putback at the rim to just open up the lead even more, man. And, um, you know, it was a hell of a performance. And the Heat, man, you, the, the Heat better show up tonight. They better show up tonight. Uh, if they don't, uh, their season's over. And I don't think a lot of people really saw this out of the Heat. I know. Uh, I expect a little bit more out of Jimmy Butler and the boys. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely
1: thought Jimmy Butler would have been better, but I mean, how about uh, Clint Capella, 21 rebounds? I mean, exactly. it's just insane, dude. I mean, uh, and then the, the whole team though, they were really working together. Everything was, was moving. I think that's about as perfect of a game as you can possibly play whenever you look at that game. Um, but then, you know, of course we, we jump forward to tonight. Now we're going to see, uh, the, the Thunder go against the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves lost to the Lakers uh, in, a, in a tight game. I mean, I, they just blew it. Uh, they completely blew it. Uh, Edwards didn't show up. Um, you know, of course, Rudy Gobert suspended for that game. Just a bonehead mm-hmm. move by him to do what he did to get suspended. Uh, and, and And that really hurts your team in the long run, too, because you've got one of the greatest defensive players in today's NBA now having to sit on the bench and not be able to help out with that, that starting lineup and, and step in there and keep the Lakers from being able to outscore you really in the entire second half. Uh, and so, I mean, with, with the Lakers, they were able to move on. Of course, LeBron's going to do his thing. Dennis Schroeder was was the man to, to look at, though. Oh, I mean, he stepped up in key moments, made some big buckets. Yes. I've always liked Dennis Schroeder. He's just that that six-man player that you don't ever think about, but he's on the court, and when he is, he's making an impact, and he absolutely made an impact in that game. Um, but that right. one, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I just I don't know how Minnesota can blow a lead like that. Uh, You know, they they were they were killing them in the first half, and especially in the first first quarter. I thought Minnesota had it, Blake.
0: Josh, I'll tell you how uh, how you can blow a big lead like that. First off, the Lakers have LeBron James. All right. Second off, uh, Carl Anthony Towns gets in foul trouble. And when Cat gets in foul trouble, you're in trouble, especially when Anthony Edwards doesn't show up, all right? You know, I think the T-Wolves rebound tonight. I, I think they bounce back. I think they beat Oklahoma City. Now, you better, you better stop that man over there at Oklahoma City, okay, because that's a bad man. Shelly, all right. Uh, Alexander. <laughs> yes, that is a bad man. <laughs> Uh, no,
1: go go ahead. Finish your thought. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh,
0: no, you're good. Uh, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, the key to the key to this game for me is for Cat to stay out of foul trouble. It, you got to have your guy on the court, and I think that's what killed them the other night, and that's what really uh, brightened up the Lakers is. Cat being on the bench, man, they knew they could go right at the T-Wolves. And then uh, Schroeder from the corner, man, and the game that he played, especially down the stretch in overtime, uh, he had a nice little give-and-go with Anthony Davis, I believe it was, uh, and he cut right down the lane and and Davis dished it back. And uh, he made the tough layup, got it to go. So, uh, you know, tonight I do like the T-Wolves. I think this is their game. Uh, And um, the Lakers, man, I was impressed the other night. I was impressed. You know, I don't think they're an NBA championship team, but I think this and what they've done at the trade deadline and everything could get some momentum going into next year and what they could possibly build around that roster. So, you know, I'm excited for them. Um, got a, got a tall task. You know, you got Memphis there in the next round, but, uh, yeah, man, Uh, the NBA playoffs, they're going to be magical. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, I think this might be one of the deepest playoffs that we've had in the NBA. I
1: mean, the deepest that I can remember for sure. I mean, I look at it, I don't see a team that I think just can't win at all. I mean, uh, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I guess there's probably two that I mark on my list as I don't see them winning at all, but I'm not counting Mm -hmm. them out. And that's probably going to be the Nets and uh, Memphis. That's the two that I just don't see Mm -hmm. being able to make it. But I'm not really counting anybody out. I mean, Memphis, as long as as Jaws playing good and Steven Adams is is up there getting boards and playing defense, I I don't count them out. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just something I don't see them making it through. But, you know, kind of going through, I guess you kind of picked – uh, the Thunder, and I mean, I, I'm i not against you on that pick totally because I think the Thunder have enough to be able to put it together, but are they going to be able to keep their their game consistent? And are they going to be able to keep up yeah. with Shea Gilgis Alexander and Josh Getty, really the two top players for OKC? I mean, I, we were talking about them last night, and this team is just so young. Uh, it, it's it's a young team, very talented. Yeah. They can run up and down the court and, and wear you out. And they can just score. And uh, Josh Getty, he he, uh, it leads in rebounds and assists. Where uh, Shea Gilgis is leading in points. Those two are just outstanding on the court together. Uh, I know there, there's there's plenty of other guys you could you can point out on the roster too. Just being a young roster, um, but those two just stand out. And are you going to be able to slow them down, especially whenever you see SGA uh, getting up the end there and being able to slash through the paint or step back and shoot the three, wherever it is on the on the on the court. I mean, he's just, he is f- a phenomenal young player. I really, I, I personally, I see the Thunder winning this game. I, I think the Thunder are able uh, are, are able to, to pull this out. And that kind of leads me in, in, into the rest of the bracket. When I'm looking at this, I, I want to first start off about, uh, you know, start off with our underdogs because the underdogs, you know, the, the teams that probably are counted out that we think can probably still win. And I want to start off with OKC because I look at OC- OKC's, Journey. If they are able to win tonight, if they're able to make it in to a seven-game series against Denver, Denver's been known to blow these playoff games. They're they're going against a team that they should be beaten. I don't count the OKC out against Denver. I know they're a one seed, but I mean, I I, I think OKC could pull that off in a seven-game series against Denver. I don't I don't know <laughs> that they they will per se, but I think that's a that's a matchup that I like to see. I think they could pull that off. And so, I mean, when we're looking at, at underdogs throughout, I mean, my top underdog, I'm going to take OKC just because I think they can get out of that first round if they win tonight. Uh, of course, they have to win tonight in order for that to stand true. Uh, if that weren't to be the case, I'm taking Sacramento. I think Sacramento is my other underdog that I'm looking at. I really think that they have enough talent. I think they're counted out. And with those games that, that are being played, you're going you're gonna to have more games played in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Sacramento's fans are going to be going absolutely berserk because this is the Mm -hmm. first time a lot of them are being able to see their team in the playoffs at all if they're young like me. And even for those who are old enough to remember the good days when they, they could make the playoffs, it's been so long. They are going to be going mm-hmm. absolutely nuts. I think that's going to play a huge part in their favor. So if OKC makes it out, I think they're they're my top underdog. Uh, if they don't make it into the the rest of the playoffs, I'm I'm taking the Sacramento Kings uh, as my other underdog that I, I think can make it out of the mm. first round. Sacramento, the way that that it lines up for them, I could see them making it to the conference championship game. Uh, and in that, I I see them possibly going up against Phoenix. Uh, and so I, I I like I like Sacramento a lot, um, but OKC would be mine. Who's who's your underdog? Uh, for the for the whole playoffs.
0: I like the Sacramento pick. I do. I like that. Um man, I'm gonna go Golden State. Yeah. I'm gonna go Golden State. So because go you wanna know why you you wanna know why um I think everybody counted this team out, right? and don't get me wrong like i said i like your sacramento pick okay I, I truly believe uh that they got a they got a damn good ball team but everybody counted out this golden state team and we know everything with with pool and draymond and and you know the the bad blood there and then clay how is he gonna play you know coming back from the injury and everything and and, uh, you know, it, it, we're on this long road and they don't start off so hot. They're terrible on the road. All right. They're great at home. But now you're playing Sacramento, who hadn't been in the playoffs in 20 years, right? And hey, guess what? Golden State, they've been there. All right. Yeah. They've been down that road. They've, they've been through the trenches. All right. And everything starts to look like it's kind of ironing out on that roster, all right? You know, Draymond, I was listening to his podcast one day, and he said, look, whatever happened between me and Pooley, he's like, we don't even bring it up when we're around each other. Right? He's like, "Like, you know, we're through that. We've grown. He's like, hate that it happened, but it is what it is, you know? And this is a championship-winning team, and they just scare the hell out of me, man. Anytime Steph Curry is in a playoff and Clay Thompson, they scare me. So I yeah, yeah, uh, the- I'm going to roll with Gold- Golden State. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I like it cuz you got the the Splash Brothers
1: out there like you mentioned. You've got Draymond who's an outstanding mm-hmm. uh defensive player. Jordan Poole is an amazing player as well and like you said with with Draymond and Jordan Poole it just seems like they just put that aside. Maybe maybe there's still yeah. some bad blood, but they're putting it aside and they're winning games. Uh so I mean you you, mm. you can't you can't really say that that's affecting the team too much because I don't see it affecting the team anymore. It did when it first happened, yeah. I think. Uh, and you know, it's probably a lot of bad blood across the entire locker room when it first happened. But you know, I, I think Steve Kerr—I I, I may not like the dude very much—but he's a great coach. Uh, you know, he—he is—he's yeah. an amazing coach. He knows how to get that that team together and fighting together and win championships. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I like I like Golden State a lot too. Um, I guess who? Maybe I'll start off with who are you polling for? Uh, are, you, are you sticking with Golden State, the team that you're looking at, and you say, I want them to win? Uh, who's the team that deep inside you really want them to be able to win at all?
0: <laughs> all right, man. Um, <laughs> I feel like I know who's going to be. but So if you know me, you know that um, I'm not a huge LeBron fan off the court. Yeah. And everything that he preaches on and all of that stuff, and, you know, I'm just – I'm not I'm not really for it. But as far as basketball and watching him play the game of basketball, um, I, I want the Lakers, man. I want yeah. the Lakers so bad. I, I, like I said earlier, they're probably not going to win it. But I want him to make a run, man. I want him to make a run. The NBA is so much better with the Los Angeles Lakers deep into the playoffs. Uh, they're going to beat Memphis. I think they're going to beat Memphis in the first round. Yeah. Uh, after that, it gets a little thicker. Uh, but I think they beat Memphis. Uh, and then um, are they going to go to the finals? I doubt it. But I would love to see the Lakers, uh, you know. Josh, I would like to see Lakers and Bucks, honestly, because I want to see Giannis and LeBron in yeah. a finals.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I like that pick a lot. Uh and and I'm I'm not I don't know. I, I, I think I'm on the same boat as you. I know I've never been on the LeBron train where I was a big fan of his, but I recognize mm-hmm. game. All right. I recognize his game. I recognize that he's a a player that just wants to win. Um, but I just there's certain things with LeBron. I don't like how he tries to take control of his teams, uh, you know, like you said, I don't really like his off the court, uh, press conferences and stuff like that. Um, but I just, I can't, I can't look at LeBron and say, yeah, I want to root for him. You know, he's just one of those guys that I have a hard time rooting for. Um, but I, I mean, I totally understand people that, that are hardcore LeBron fans and follow him out to the Lakers, but, uh, I I like that pick. Uh, I I think honestly, what I thought you were going to say is I thought you were going to pick the Suns uh, to try to get CP three, his ring. But you know that was that was kind of where I thought you were gonna be leaning, but I, I definitely like I definitely like the Milwaukee pick. Uh, that that's that's yeah. the team that I think I'm I'm gonna be riding with. Uh, you know that's that's the team I think I I want to win it all because I love Giannis. I love him off the court. I love him on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody who doesn't like Giannis just I, I don't have any respect for you either. Then um, <laughs> you can get out of here. I mean, what is there not to yeah. like about him? I, so I, I was on I was on the Corner Booth podcast last night, and Mason on there he's he's talking about how he doesn't like Giannis because he just has one thing and one thing only. He can't shoot from outside and all this. He only just drives in and shoots in the, in the paint. But you can't stop him. You can't stop him. So I mean, I, I love Giannis. I love the Bucks. I love the fact that. They've built something with basically nothing who looked at Chris Middleton coming out uh, into the NBA and thought that he was going to be the star that he is. Uh, mm-hmm. Drew holiday finally finds a team that he's able to click with. Giannis is, is just a phenomenal player. I, I, I love Milwaukee. That's the team I think I'm, I'm riding with the other one. I, I would definitely like to see the Kings make it. Uh, I mean, just, just for that story, the, the Cinderella story that would be absolutely amazing. I do want to jump over. Cold Iron uh, jumps in the chat. He says, Golden State can't play on the road and they should be hella concerned going to cowbell country. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and that's That's something I brought mm-hmm. up because Golden State, they're going to have to go to an arena that is going to be filled with fans absolutely going nuts because their team is finally back in the playoffs after 20-some years of just sitting back, not being able to watch them in the playoffs. Now they're able to compete in the playoffs. And if they're able to win this first round, they have a somewhat reasonable path to make it to the conference uh, finals. Uh, you know, yep. I, I think LeBron and the Lakers are easily beat easily beatable uh, if you get in their head and just wear them out. And they don't have enough firepower to, to be able to keep up with Sacramento. They still have LeBron. They still have Anthony Davis. Dennis Schroeder will show out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've got Austin Reeves. So I mean, they they're still a great team. It's just they haven't been a great team all season long, so I think that, that the Sacramento Kings can make it through. Um, but, but I like your pick. I think I think that the, the the one team I'm definitely rooting for though is Giannis and the Bucks.
0: Josh, I, I wanted to say something real quick though about LeBron. Man, is the other night when he made that pass, uh, where was everybody at? Saying, well, why didn't LeBron shoot the ball? You know, why didn't why didn't LeBron do this? Why didn't LeBron do that? Oh yeah, that's right. The Lakers they made the shot. All right. They made the shots going down the stretch. So guess what? You know, LeBron is one of those dudes where he's going to make the right basketball play. And, you know, he gets criticized when he he kicks it to a teammate and they missed the open shot. People are going to say, well, Jordan would have shot it.
1: Well, and when yeah, he, he might have people yeah. criticize him for shooting it, even if you were to make that shot. People would criticize yeah. him. Why is Why is he taking the shot? He's so greedy, always wanting the glory on him. So I mean, I, I just, I, I, I think that's a big part of me too. I've, I'm, I'm probably a big part of that crowd too that I just criticize LeBron for every little thing. But it's just because I think the off the court antics really get at me with him. Um, so I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely one of them that probably criticizes him too much but I agree with you. People need to lay off him a little bit because the other night he made the absolute 100% correct decision and the vision to see him open over yeah, there, no, her, her. wide open takes a three. I, I love the decision.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Josh. And, and last thing I'll say on it, man is, is like, I was one of the biggest LeBron fans to walk this earth, dude. Like uh, I got 10 to 15 pairs of tennis shoes over on a rack over here of LeBron's and you know the the off the court stuff. You know it it gets at me just because you know it, it's it's dumb to me. It, it's just it's it's that simple. It's dumb and mm-hmm. just leave it alone, man. Just leave it alone and, and and just be the superstar that you are. You know. Well,
1: and and, I'm okay with you talking out talking out about certain things. I've seen athletes yeah. do it, and I can appreciate when they do it. But the way you do it to act like you're a professional that you know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. And I mean, I, and really, just sound like a complete buffoon. That's the thing that really bothers me is mm-hmm. you acting like, it, like you know what you're talking about. That you're you, that you're a professional in what you're talking about. That that's where I, I say just exactly. leave it alone, or just make a st- short statement about your your opinion. That's okay with me. If you want to stand up for yeah. something that you feel like like is is right, uh, that's that's one thing. Agreed. But then just to be able to to act like a professional on the topic, that's kind of what gets at me.
0: Agreed, man. Agreed. 100%. I'm right there with you. Yeah. And
1: another, another jump in the chat too. We don't, we don't get a whole lot of live chats most of the time. Most of the time, I don't really put a <laughs> whole lot of, I don't put a whole lot of, uh, advertising the live, the live show or anything, but, uh, my boy, Jared, he jumps over and he says, uh, fellas, what's good. Only Le- LeBron, uh, <laughs> LeBron could get my ass to pull for the Grizzlies. Okay. So only LeBron pulling for the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah I get you. I mean, I, I totally feel you. I'm pulling for the Grizzlies a little bit because I want to see, I I, I want to see, Jaw, make it. You know, I I want to see. I don't think I'm pulling for him this year. I think I'll pull for him next year though. Get your get your life together. Get get your act right, and and win some big games because he's a phenomenal player. He's a phenomenal young player. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we we could probably sit here and talk about basketball for a long time. Like I like. Both of us have said (laughs) this is an amazing, amazing playoffs. I'm really excited about this NBA playoffs. I feel like most of the season, I really don't care about the season so much. Uh, And and I'll watch a couple Mm -hmm. games here and there. But the main juice in the NBA is getting down to the playoffs. And we're finally there. And it's so exciting. Um, But let's jump over to the MLB. One storyline that I really want to talk about is a team that is just on fire, a team that doesn't have a, a a stop button. They don't have an off switch, and that's the the Tampa Bay Rays, man. I mean, we 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 talked about some teams that can be doing uh, quite a bit, uh, you know, throughout the season. We talked about some teams that we think could go on a long run. Tampa Bay really mm-hmm. wasn't on my preseason watch list. Uh, I've I've said it on the show. I've said it, you, you know, Blake. I'm not one that's going to be able to t- give you a good watch list anyways, because I haven't really been in the MLB uh, too much the last few years. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm yeah. getting back into it this year. But there wasn't a team that I was trying to watch out for. Now they're a team to watch out for. They're winning games big. They're undefeated 13-0, 13 games straight without a loss in the MLB, where you're playing night in, night out, uh, especially here in the beginning of the season. Uh, the only close game that I saw, I think, was against the Red Sox, where it was 1-0. to other than that, they're they're winning by several I- I- several runs. I mean, they're they're doing a phenomenal job playing the field, playing good defense, uh, and their their batting lineup is, is 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 doing the work. <laughs> I mean, they're they're doing the work, putting up those runs and doing whatever it takes to win. Uh, I mean, what what are the Rays doing wrong? <laughs>
0: Well, nothing at this point, you know. Everybody <laughs> says, yet. everybody says that they're playing a weak schedule. But look, man, this is this is major league baseball. Uh, when you start getting up to 12, 13 and 0, 14 and zero, uh, you haven't dropped a game yet. You haven't thrown a bullpen game, or you know, you haven't uh, just not been there at the plate one night or anything like that. You know, it, it's insane to think that. You know they've reeled off 13 in a row. They're probably going to lose this weekend with Toronto in that series, uh, just because Toronto can hit the ball so well, and and uh, their lineup is top to bottom is just absolutely loaded. And so they're probably going to run into a buzz. So I don't know if it's going to be tonight, uh, but just because of who Toronto's throwing, and and I think Berrios is throwing or whatever his name is, and he's absolutely terrible, but. Uh, you know, the, I think the Jays get them one, um, uh, maybe, maybe twice. I don't know. Uh, but the Rays, man, it, it really comes down to let's look at the top of your lineup. You got Yandy Diaz. All right. You got Brandon Lau. You got Randy Orozarena, who is absolutely on fire, Josh. Uh, yeah. And you got Wander Franco. I mean, this lineup is deep. All right. It is deep, man. And uh, you got superstars. And Randy Rosarena is one of the most clutch dudes in the league. I mean, uh, you just seen what he did for Mexico in the World Baseball Classic. You know, and nobody had Mexico on their bingo card to get as far as they did. You know, yeah. so uh, Brandon Lau is just on another planet right now. I mean, they what, they lead the league in home runs. Uh, they're putting up. Eight nine runs a game. You better bet the over when you're when you're looking at a Jays play. Uh, I mean uh, a Rays play. Yeah. Uh, you, you Take the over because they're killing it and uh, their pitching staff. Man, I think what you got Springs. You got let's not forget the stud Shane McClanahan from the left side, an absolute wizard up there on, on the bump. Uh, you got uh, Glass now, who's not even in there right now. Uh, you got. Uh, You got Eflin. I think he's been in there a couple games on the hill, and I think you got Rasmussen. That is, I think he's starting tonight against Toronto, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But he's been exceptional. So, man, you don't even have Glass now back from from the injury, and when you get him back, my goodness, I mean. My poor Yankees up here, man. I mean, yeah, you might be in trouble because this pitching staff is elite. I mean, not only can they hit, they can pitch too, and uh, it looks like you're just gonna have to stay healthy. Honestly, just stay healthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 looking over at, at you know at the standings right now too. I mean, you look at like. Uh, where everybody's at. I mean, you, you see a lot of good, good teams. You know, like right now we've, we've been talking about the Braves. Uh, I was telling you my story about the Braves and how they they saved uh-huh. my butt on messing up on a bit and put the wrong number. Uh, I didn't realize the zero at the end of that number. So, you know, the, the Braves, they're playing really great, great ball right now. The Brewers are looking good. Even the Diamondbacks kind of surprising me a little bit. I, that's another team I didn't expect to be doing as well as they have been. Um, You know, and uh, of course, Yankees are still playing a really good uh, solid solid uh, so far. The Twins still doing well, but it's just that those Rays are are standing out so much because of that zero in the loss column. And like you said, yet maybe they haven't had a a tough schedule, but to do that in the MLB again, you're playing night in night out. Uh, I mean, that's that's just so tough to do. And the fact that they've only had one game where it was that close, you know, with within one point, the rest of them, they're they're blowing teams out, really. Uh, so, I mean, it's just, it's incredible to watch them on this run. Uh, and the main thing is they're taking care of, of themselves. They're taking care of what they need to do be, be doing throughout the game. And another thing that we as men need to be able to do is we need to take care of our skin. We need to be able to take care of our yeah. skin and take care of it. Because a lot of times guys think, no, that's a girly thing to do. Sit there and take care of my skin. Guess what I did this morning? I woke up, I took my, myself a nice shower. I went over to the to the counter and I put on some Caldera Lab. Started off my, my day with the clean slate and rub some of that cr- clean slate on on my face. Clean my face off and take care of my skin. And then I, I jumped over to the base layer and put myself a nice coat of moisturizer on my skin because I knew I was going to be going out to the golf course and it was mighty windy up here in the you know in the, the western part of Iowa. So you know I had to make sure I had that moisturizer to protect my face from that wind. And I'm, I'll tell you one thing, I went. This last week, without having this, these products with me, uh, with with Caldera Lab, and because I, I was on the road for work, and I just didn't have them with me, and I, I'm telling you, man, it just threw my routine off because I've gotten used to just using them. Uh, a lot of times, I've fallen out of these routines because I just don't care for the product, or the product's not giving me the the results that I hope to see. Caldera Lab is the complete opposite. Caldera Lab, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing and feeling. A difference when i'm using these products uh you've you've got the good is the, another one i like to use that in the evening and rub it on my face before i go to bed it's a nice little oil takes care of your, your face if you've got some battle battle scars and stuff like that from sports which any of us who have played sports probably do rub that on there you know uh, maybe you're getting a little old like blake over here and you need to rub away some of them yeah. that's all right <laughs> no 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 you're still looking good for your age, bro. but <laughs> you know you rub it on and and I'll, I'll tell you, it does help a lot.
0: They got they
1: got any sunscreen? They got any sunscreen over there? Uh, they should they should make some sunscreen. I don't think they
0: have any sunscreen, but that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, because it's hot down here in Alabama, man. And yeah. and that sun, man, you got to put that sunscreen on.
1: Well, and I'm telling you what, too. I'm I'm sure that moisturizer will help a little bit whenever you do get that sunburn or anything like that. Rub that on and. Man, I'm telling you, oh. these, these products really do make a difference, and for men, it's not a girly thing to take care of your skin. Uh, it really does make oh. you feel better. It makes you look better. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really bad. I've got dry skin that I usually—I used to have dry skin really bad around my nose and underneath my eyes. Since using these products, I don't have that anymore. Uh, every once in a while, I'd have a breakout acne here and there, uh, especially when I was younger, but even now and then, I'll, I'll still get some acne it's been keeping my face clean even when i'm when i'm shaving and getting some of those those skin bumps and stuff like that it helps with that even i mean i am seeing a big difference so I, I encourage everybody to go check them out at calderalab.com/risingto and you can check out their best products or just go over to calderalab.com and use code risingto for 20% off so you can go over to Calderalab, that's c a l c a l d e r a l a b dot com. And you can use code RISINGTO, that's R-I-S-I-N-G-T-O, for 20% off. And I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be telling you all all these things about this product if I didn't 100% uh, believe in it and and love it. Uh, I really have loved their products, and I thank Caldera Labs so much for supporting the show. But let's jump over. We've got Diaz Paul, like I said, the YouTuber trying to step into the ring one more time. Uh, The last time that he stepped in the ring, he lost, didn't he?
0: Absolutely. Tommy yeah, Fury.
1: That was kind of nice to see. It was kind of nice to see him just kind of finally get knocked back a little bit and say, hey, you're not immortal. So how about you shut up for a little bit longer? But he's going to have a dude that's that's known for trash talk. He's one of the best at trash talking uh, going against him. And he's he's stepping out of his sport to come over and fight this dude. Uh, and, and so we've got Nate Diaz, one of the baddest fighters in combat sports, uh, going against Jake Paul. Uh, one of the, the Paul brothers. I'm, I know, I'm pretty sure it's Jake. Uh, and it's on August yeah. 5th. I mean, it's 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 a fight that, you know what? Usually the Paul brothers don't attract me to their fights. I'll watch the replays afterwards because I really just don't care. And they end up beating somebody. You know, It's mainly this Jake guy. He wants to come in here and beat a, a guy that hasn't boxed in years uh, or he wants to fight a guy that doesn't really box at all uh, and, and try to get him up in the ring or something like that, whatever the case may be. He finally fights a real boxer and he gets his knocked on his butt, uh, which was kind of nice to see for a change. But now he's going against another guy who's not really a boxer, but like I said, just a dude that you're not going to knock Nate Diaz out. And if you're going to stand there and let him hit you, you're going to feel it in the morning. Uh, you, you, were, you were saying it a little bit ago uh, you know, about how you felt about this, but kind of give us your thoughts on Nate Diaz going against Jake Paul on August 5th.
0: Man, I don't think this is a good matchup for Jake, honestly. I don't look, I know I know it's a completely different sport for Nate. I really do. But you're getting in the ring with a real dog. Uh you're getting in a ring with a real warrior, bro, and and the only thing that kind of that kind of worries me for Nate is he cuts easy now. Uh, a yeah. you know a little older, he's a little older, and the scar tissues built up and everything. So he does cut a lot easier. That that kind of worries me going into this boxing match. Uh, but oh, Jake, if you lose this one, you're you're done. Like you're done. And I just I don't know. You know, a lot of people say, oh, well they're rigged and all this stuff. I don't think so, man, but I think this is a bad, bad matchup for Jake. <laughs>
1: I don't disagree with you, man. I mean, I just and, look at Nate. I think Nate is uh, one of the toughest dudes on the planet. I, I mean, I don't I don't have it pulled up in front of me to see, but I don't think Nate's ever been knocked out. But I do know, like you said, he cuts real easy, and it might be partially because he's old. Uh, They'll say it several times on the broadcast, I'm sure. He's got a lot of scar tissue. He's been fighting since he was probably yeah. three years old. I mean, he's he, mm-hmm. he's known to be a street brawler. He knows jujitsu now. Uh, I mean, he's he's a dude that will throw hands with anybody. He'll take a hit from anybody, and it doesn't affect him. After the fight, you'll see him, and you'll think he's in a lot of pain. That's just blood running yep. on his face. That's just that's just cooling him off. That's like sweat to him. I mean, he's he's— he'll run straight into a punch. He doesn't care. I mean, it, it doesn't affect him. That's, a uh, that's, that's the only reason why I just, I look at, at Nate and how great of a fighter he is, how tough he is. I, I, I agree with you. I don't think this is a good fight for Jake. Uh, I think Jake Paul needs to rethink this, this little contract. Maybe he needs to fake a sickness or fake an injury, uh, to get out, whatever he's got to do. Um, and it'll be, it'll leave us with great content to be able to make fun of him too. Right.
0: Dude, look, Josh, I respect his grind and I respect yeah. his hustle, man, and and what him and a, what him and his brother have done over the years, and yeah, uh, sure. like with the prime and all that stuff, and and now his brother going to WrestleMania and being sponsored by the UFC and all that. Like, it's super cool how they made it off of YouTube, and I, I'm one of those people where I feel like if you hate on people like that, like it's just kind of cringy to me that people are like oh well they made it off of youtube yeah but bro, they made it like they grinded and they made it like they went to the disney channel and they had to act their way into certain positions and everything and like they made it bro and and, well, and, and i respect I'll, the hustle on the grind.
1: Yeah, 100% I, I agree with you and, I, and i'll i'll poke fun at the uh, the paul brothers just cuz they're silly yeah. they're they're weird personalities yeah. that i don't care for their personalities they're, they're it's yeah. what they're doing though They've put themselves in these positions. And not only that, but I'll, no I'll also tease the Paul brothers for the fights that they're in. Uh, but they're still good fighters. Jake is a very good fighter still. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know so much about Logan. He's okay. Uh, I think he could stand his ground if he needed to. But Jake is a good fighter. I'm not going to take that away from him. Uh, yeah. I just don't think he's as good as Nate Diaz. Uh, and I also think that a couple of his other fights were just kind of fights that you're fighting a you know fifty some year old dude. Uh, you're, you're you know you're fighting other guys that have been out of the game forever. Stuff like this, like, yeah. I don't see those as being the fights. That's like, hey, you're a professional boxer now. You're a YouTube boxer no, still. No. Um, but I 100% agree with you. I think I, I can respect them in the the grind. I mean, they're they're making millions of dollars off of them putting themselves in these positions and their their marketing tactic 100% effective. So I mean, you got to give it no to doubt. them for that, uh, and and again, putting themselves in that sho- in those shoes again.
0: No doubt, Josh, and and look, I know a lot of people they come off with like Jake calling people out, and it's all attacked. All right, yeah, it is. It's it's all it is all to go on social media for it people to talk start talking. That. Yeah. Dang, there exactly. it is. That's all. That's the only reason they do it, bro. Yeah, like
1: it. I said, too, I think normally the Paul brothers, they don't really draw me into any of their fights. But this mm-hmm. fight, being able to see Diaz step in the boxing ring, I'm, I'm kind of curious what that's going to look like. Uh, and I also just think it's I, I think he's going to whoop up on him. I don't think there's going to be any knockouts. I don't think so, because Jake doesn't really seem like the kind of guy that's going to be sitting there and letting him swing on him and make good connections enough to knock him out but I definitely see this leaning heavily towards diaz uh Jake might be able to win a fight or win a round or two just because Diaz will take some shots um but I, I definitely I'm, I'm taking Diaz and I, this is definitely a fight I want to see because I like Nate diaz so much he's one of the best UFC fighters uh, that I've seen in my lifetime uh and and so i mean he's just he's an all-around great athlete uh when it really comes down to it even if he doesn't really look like it he kind of looks a little pudgy no, anymore God. but <laughs> he's he's an athlete
0: He's a dog, man. He is Absolutely. a dog.
1: Absolutely. It's going to be a fun, fun one. August 5th, uh, if you're interested in watching the Paul brothers, or maybe you're just interested like me, watch Nate Diaz go in there and toy around with the Paul brother in the ring. Uh, let's, let's let's watch it. But let's jump over. It's finally, officially, we can call it football season. Uh, we've got spring mm-hmm. football happening. We've been having spring practices and all that. Uh, Oklahoma hasn't had their spring football game yet um auburn had
0: theirs right yeah in a hurricane josh it was in bad weather
1: okay because i i heard about it but i didn't really see anything from it so i needed to go i need to go back and check out uh your tigers and see what i'm liking about them but uh we'll, we'll talk about about the tigers here in just a second too because i, I want to hear your thoughts and what you're thinking on them i know you guys are are big uh on hugh freeze and rightfully so I really hope he has a great first season. Uh, and by great, I mean if he can win seven or eight games, I think that's great for him, You know, for for the the shoes he's stepping into right now. Uh, I really look forward. I think he can do some things. And I know you have a lot of faith in him too. Uh, I think he's got great leadership skills. But talking about Hugh Freeze, he mentioned something that I've heard other coaches mention in the past that I want to kind of get your thoughts on, Blake, just because it's something I know I've talked about it in the past with my friends, With I, I think Britton and I have talked about it. But he mentioned something about what if we get schools. I I think what he was mentioning even was getting schools close by you, maybe. Um, But even just getting other schools to compete against each other in these spring games. (laughs) Personally, I like this because, and this this is something I've been talking about for a while, because it gives you a better idea. One thing I've always hated about spring games is, oh man, our offense looks good. But oh crap, doesn't that mean our defense looks bad? Or vice versa, and I just hate that. For a fan that's trying to gauge what's going on, I know a lot of it's just to kind of draw in the fans. Maybe it's a money tactic, whatever it might be. It draws the fans in to go look at it, but then they walk away thinking, "I don't really know what to think about it." Whereas if we were to get these teams to kind of schedule against other teams for these spring practices, still keep it light, you know, and and no no big hits or anything like that. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on on kind of getting these teams to work together on spring games, spring you know spring football like that?
0: I agree with them one hundred and ten percent, Josh. I, I of think of course you do. That is an excellent. You just excellent, love you, just love th-
1: you <laughs> for using anything you say. No,
0: uh, no, uh, <laughs> man, I, I think it. I think it's a great thing because you get to truly, like you said, you get to truly gauge how good you are, yeah. or you get. A small sample of how good you are. Yeah. Because let's be honest, if Auburn was to play UAB or Troy or even South Alabama, okay, Auburn's gonna win the football game. Yeah. But you get to you get to hit somebody else. And it's like you know, the other day when Auburn played their spring game, it was pouring down rain and uh Auburn threw the ball twelve times. And people were like, oh, man, Auburn's secondary looks like trash. And I'm like, Dude, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, how can you even say that? You know, he's like, you don't – you have no idea. And people are like, oh, well, the Auburn offensive line, it didn't look that great. And I'm like, how did it not look that great? I'm like, there's no way – like I tell people on, on the Up Tempo podcast, when you talk about Auburn football right now, take zero out of a spring game. Zero take it out because guess what it, it there's still so much out there like the transfer portal opening up all right this weekend it's going to be open until the end of the month some people are saying Auburn's starting quarterback isn't even going to be on the roster they they're not even out, they're not even on the roster yet so what are you taking away from this? Who's going to be our backup quarterback or or what? I, I don't know. So it's just a big question mark to me. But I like what Hugh says with playing somebody else. You at least get to see your D-line against their O-line. You get to see uh, your linebackers uh, and, and against somebody else's offensive line and uh, you know, you get to see that Jack over there, or that edge guy over there getting off the ball. And and what can they – can they get to that other team's quarterback? Can uh, he step up in the pocket, take off and run or, or whatever, you know? I, I just – you get to see Robbie Ashford against somebody else's defense, you know? Yeah. And I wow. think that's, that's the cool thing about playing somebody else.
1: Yeah, and I think on top of that too is you have to realize these guys have been going against each other in practice all spring long. Exactly. Leading up to that spring game, the defense knows when they call X, Y, Zig, T32, whatever whatever the case may be. They, they know what they're calling. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if they're calling something, if they're audibling, they kind of already know. They may not know everything. They may have some things that they haven't caught on to yet, but for the most part, they kind of know what's coming. They're going to know it's a pass play. They're going to know it's a run play when they're calling the, some of these audibles out and stuff like that. Certain formations yep. where they're lined up a certain way, they're going to kind of know or have a feel for what they're going to be running. So, I mean, it, it does take a lot out of it. Now, I, that's that's one thing like like you mentioned, you know, it's something that I look forward to. I, I think that'd be a great thing because you've got two teams that don't know each other, that don't know what you're going to be running across across the field from them. And, and you do get to gauge a little bit. I think you can take some from a spring game. I think you can look at individual players and how they're performing uh you can see wide receivers on their route running and and seeing how how well they're able to to shift see their speed Uh, you can see a running back for how well he's able to see holes Uh, you're able to see a quarterback being able to make the good decisions or make the bad decisions there's there's little Mm -hmm. details that you can take away but like you said i do agree with you i don't think you can take anything away from the team as a whole or even from the offense or defense as a whole Uh, just because you look at at Mm -hmm. what's going on and, and they're just playing against each other, man. I mean, it's just – you can't really take too much from it.
0: And, Josh, like we were literally playing in 30-mile-an-hour wind yeah. and it was pouring down rain. Now, don't get me wrong. That could happen during the season. But you're playing a spring game, all right? And people are like, well, they cut out a whole quarter of the spring game. Like they only played three quarters and not four because there was tornado warnings going off like – of course, come on, man! Like you know, chill well, in the out. Quarter, Don't you're getting
1: your fourth string in by then, and you're not you're not
0: seeing yeah, anybody and do anything by then. Yeah, you're just trying to get out of there with nobody getting hurt. You've realized that TJ Finley is probably going to go into the transfer portal because Robbie looked like the clear number one quarterback. Holden Garner looked like the two, and uh, TJ Finley looks like he should transfer to Southeastern Louisiana. So. You know, I don't I don't know. Uh, I didn't take much away from the spring game. I did think Auburn's offensive line looked a little better. Um, I think the secondary for Auburn is going to be a bright spot. I know Auburn uh, on defensive line uh, and at the linebacker position, they got to hit the portal. Uh, I think they're a little thin there, a uh, little area of concern. There and then, my other area of concern would be wide receiver. And the only reason I'm saying this uh, is because it just we need that guy to step up. All right, we haven't had that guy that can go make a big time play. The last time that we really had that guy was Seth Williams a couple of years ago with Bo Nix at quarterback. Uh, And and even Seth, man, like he was good, but he wasn't that dude that could just. You know, um, he he had his he had his moments uh, where he was just kind of. Sometimes he would show up, sometimes he wouldn't. So, yeah, um, yeah man, that's my you know running back room good. Uh, obviously, there's the questions at quarterback. Robbie Ashford, uh, is he going to be the guy? Can he increase? Uh, His completion percentage, can he – it's really – dude, he throws the ball great down the field. It's really just the quick hitters. Um, But, yeah, man, that's that's really it. You know, the kicking game's great. I think we're going to be okay there. Alex McPherson, uh, I think uh, he is an upgrade from uh, Anders Carlson, who has moved on. Uh, So, I do like baby McPherson, uh, whose older brother is the kicker for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, So – you know, I I think we're I, I, you know like you said seven eight wins, uh, I think that's a great first year for Hugh yep. Freeze man.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I I would hope that he can get six, make it to a bowl game. I feel like that's that's where you're uh-huh. feeling okay about it. Um, but then seven is where you're feeling really good about it. Eight, I feel like that's that's a great season. Uh, that's that's better than I think you could ask for. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I feel like with any starting starting coach, you know, I, I'll jump over to Nebraska, uh, you know, w- with them hiring on uh, Matt Rule. So, I mean, I, same thing there. I think last year with Oklahoma, that's about what what I figured would happen. Um, I was much more hopeful the way the season started. I thought we were going to be great. Um, but making making six games, make it to a bowl game your first year. You can't really expect more much more than that. Uh, I, I'm going to jump over mm-hmm. to Oklahoma uh, and kind of talk about them that's my team and for those who don't know and so i mean with oklahoma uh, seeing seeing uh, brent venables come in his first year like i said a lot higher hopes hopeful for a lot more than what he was able to do i was really hoping for maybe seven seven win season last year only six uh went six and six lost the bowl game to make it six and seven but still a really good performance in the bowl game against a good florida state team uh, and so I'm not mad uh-huh. about that at all. I felt like that was really a, a disrespect to Florida state to put them against a six and 16 when they were nine and three. Um, you know, so that was one thing, but looking forward to this season, uh, you know, there, there's, there's quite a few bright sides. I'm really glad that Dylan Gabriel is coming back for another year, uh, because I, I like him. I think he's a good quarterback. He makes some small mistakes that I think if he, if he's able to, to fix some of those, I think he's got a lot of potential. We have Jackson mm-hmm. Dart in the back uh, in the, the backup position for him right now, uh, or uh, not Jackson Dart, sorry, Jackson Arnold. I don't know why I'm thinking Ole Miss <laughs> over there, Jackson Dart coming over. I, I was hoping that he would come over originally. I was kind of looking at him in the transfer portal last year, kind of glad that he, that didn't work out. Um, but now with Dylan Gabriel, I think Dylan Gabriel's got the starting position, um, but then with Jackson Arnold – He's a freshman that apparently there's a lot of talks that if there's little, little hiccups with Dylan Gabriel's game, he, he could he could step in. So I'm really excited to kind of see him uh, in, in the, the spring game, kind of see what he's able to do, uh, just because I'm hearing a lot of big-time hype over him. And to finally have a backup quarterback that I think we can lean on. We don't want another Texas situation like we did last year, 45-0, to zero, because we don't have a backup quarterback who is willing and able to throw the ball. Uh, or just the fact that, you know, we don't even put maybe like a Nick Evers in to see if he will be able to throw the ball. Uh, we just keep him on the mm-hmm. sideline the whole game. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm hopeful that that's that's cured now. So if something does happen uh, to Dylan Gabriel, looking around and we, we brought back Austin Stogner, he transferred away, went down to uh, to uh, SMU. He transferred back. I'm really excited to have him back. He's kind of a, a tight end slash uh kind of what's that called kind of a flex position out there at, at yeah. wide receiver basically. And so, I mean, it's just really, really good to have him back on uh, a lot of the Lincoln Riley drama kind of caused him to leave. Uh, and so then now really happy to have him come back uh, or, or uh, excuse me. He, he went off, he went over to South Carolina uh, and then now he's transferred yeah. back from South Carolina. Uh, so I, I was thinking of uh, someone else that went down to SMU, but uh Yes, I mean, having him come back, that's huge. I think Jaleel Farouk is going to be the top wide receiver this year. Uh, Drake Stoops is a wonderful backup guy. I'm really happy to see him in there. But wide receiver, I'm still kind of looking around because with Marvin Mims leaving to go to the NFL, <clears throat> he was the receiving core last year. He had over half the receiving yards, basically. Uh, you know, Almost double of anybody else. Uh, so, I mean, without him, it's going to be a big... Question: Who's going to step in? But I feel like Oklahoma's been in that situation before. Uh, you know, you had, uh, you know, guys like whenever uh, Hollywood Brown left, CD Lamb steps in, and then CD Lamb uh, is is gone. Now Marvin Mims steps in, in the last few years, kind of seeing how that comes <clears throat> through. So I think the biggest question. No, I don't have really much of a question over the offense. I think. With everything that that Jeff Levy's done with that offense, I'm excited to see the offense roll, and hopefully they'll be able to roll a little better than they they did last year. I think they didn't play to their full potential last year. Um, it, it, they've got a system set up, but now I want to see what that defense can do. We were finally able to bring in uh, you know some some guys to kind of help us out. We were able to get uh, some some guys in that that secondary to kind of to help out. And I know uh, Bowman Billy Bowman he's he's a phenomenal player but he was the only guy I felt like was doing anything in the, in the secondary. Uh, Woody Washington's going to be back. He's another good, good defensive player, defensive back. Uh, so I mean, I, I'm really happy to see him come over too. Um, and of course we've got, uh, Jaden Davis, uh, key Lawrence. There's, there's a few, a few other guys too, but I mean, I just, we've had some transfers kind of come in. Uh, we've had some transfers on the defense as a whole. Uh, I know, uh, uh, Bothroyd, I think his name is, he came in, he's a, he's a line or a defensive end. We've got a linebacker McCullough. He came in. So I'm really happy to see that, see some guys kind of come in. I'm, I'm interested in seeing what we're able to transition and, and do on the defense because Brent Venables is a defensive guy, but we didn't see any of that, uh, last year. And a lot of that was linebacker play. I think, uh, we had guys like yeah. Danny Stutzman who were phenomenal <laughs> at pass rushing or even, uh, keeping a QB spy but when we weren't playing the QB spy we weren't able to get a pass rush in uh you know on on key moments the the big thing that stood out to me was and I'll I'll call him out because I think Danny Bowman was one of them that was just on the field the most um but it, or, uh, not, not not Danny Bowman but I'm thinking of Danny Stutzman. uh is he able to read the gaps and and stop the run play? I think that's the big thing that I'm seeing. But I've got a lot of high hopes for Oklahoma this year. I, th- I think they can have a much better season, um, be able to turn things around. Hopefully they can have a really good season to get them rolling because next year they're in a little better conference. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. But the Big 12 is going to be fun this year too, man. Uh, there's there's some new teams, new faces coming in, new logos, new colors that you're going to see in the Big 12. you got Houston, BYU, and UCF. <clears throat> Uh, I, f- I feel like there's another one that I'm leaving out, uh, Cincinnati. So
0: Cincinnati,
1: yeah. So I mean, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to kind of see a new Big Twelve, and I'm glad they're able to get other teams in. Hopefully, they're all able to do well, so they can keep the Big Twelve rolling. Uh, I've loved the Big Twelve, and it's been my childhood. You know, that's that's the conference mm-hmm. that I know. Um, but last year, that we're going to be in it.
0: Well, Josh, uh, you just you just tell that Big Twelve to stay out of that national championship game because there is. A uh, 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 a freight train rolling through, and it's called the Southeastern Conference, my friend. Well, especially and uh, especially you guys got
1: those <laughs> great teams from the Big Twelve coming over.
0: Uh, one yeah, great team, but yeah, one team that we don't care about. Hey, that's that's what everybody wants in the SEC, man. Is is we want to be even better than what we are right now. So uh, we love it, man. We're excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know
1: I was able to kind of ramble on a lot there about Oklahoma. I just see a lot of things. I think pieces. Pieces that that need to click uh, you know pieces that, yeah. that that we didn't see clicking last year or pieces that are gone that we need to see click again this year uh, like marvin Mims leaving. Mm-hmm. but man let's jump over to our draftkings bets draftkings is uh, a sponsor of belly up network as a whole uh, they've been kind really? enough to 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 run we've been going through doing a little bit of a competition I'll have to pull up the record again I know uh I think <laughs> I'm, I'm in the lead right now just because I don't have a loss yet I think you're right up there in second place and Uh, Britain's Mm -hmm. down there fighting and, uh, Jeremy's dead last. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a win yet. Uh, so we're hoping for a win for Jeremy this week. Um, but. Let's let's go for a win for Jeremy. I'll read Jeremy's off. He wasn't able to meet us, you uh, know, be on with us. But before I do, uh, check out DraftKings if you want to place bets on sports. I know we talked about Brothrow, but there are some things that you can't do on Brothrow that you can do with with DraftKings. And you got to find a sports book to be make things like parlays. Uh, there's there's other things on there too, like prop bets all kinds of fun stuff that are nitty gritty, kind of detailed oriented bets that you can make on DraftKings that you can't really make over on Brothrow. Uh, and so there there is a difference between the two. So we're still having both of them as, as a sponsor. And I personally use both of them. Uh, they're, they're both good for separate things. Uh, and so that's that's one thing that I love about uh, the, the Brothrow and DraftKings. But DraftKings is an amazing sports book when it comes to placing bets on any kind of sports game. And if it's legal in your uh, if it's legal and available in your state, you're able to go to DraftKings and sign up. You can go to dkng.co slash bellyup150 and place $5 on any bet and win $200 instantly in free bets. That's an amazing deal and house money that you get to bet with. So go check it out. Click the link down in the description. Sign up for DraftKings or download the app and uh, you can get, place dollars $5, $5 bet and get $200 of free bets instantly. An amazing deal. But we'll start off with Jeremy's bets here. Uh Today, Jeremy was taking the under in the Buffalo Sabres Blue Jackets game. So he's taken under seven points. Uh I kind of like that move. Uh I think it could hit the over. But at the very least, I think he'll probably break even. So I'm liking his pick there. Uh, that's at minus 115. Uh, and then he's taking the Colorado Avalanche uh, to win. That's at 215, minus 215. Uh, so he's taking them to win. He's taking the money line there. Uh, I would have liked to see him maybe take the over on that game, just kind of split it up. But we'll see what what yeah. Jeremy's able to do. Uh, and then for Britain's, uh, Britain was taking. Uh, let's see here. He's got the OKC money line tonight. Uh, that's at plus wow. one seventy, and the Minnesota Twins money line at plus one fifty five. So he's going plus in both of his plus one fifty five, plus one seventy. Blake, what do you got for your bets tonight?
0: Uh, I have the Guardians money line, uh, and then I also have the Baltimore Orioles money line. I like both of them. Uh, the Cleveland Guardians—they uh, have Cal Quantrill going tonight, and so uh, we always uh, ride with uh, Cal. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get on the we're gonna get on the train and and roll it straight out of Cleveland, man.
1: Heck, yeah i like it too and uh let's see your your guardians are at minus 115 for that money line your orioles were minus 110 so we'll see what what you can Love pull it. away with here we gotta we gotta both pull away man i mean uh I've got the tampa Ray uh, Tampa Bay Rays to win tonight they've been on this hot streak so it's a little nerve-wracking but I'm taking their money line it's at minus 135 i think they can pull it out uh tonight like you said i do see the blue jays possibly being able to sneak in there and stealing one i just hope it's not tonight uh, so I'm taking that one minus 135 and I'm also jumping over with Britain. I'm going to take OKC Thunder to win tonight at the Timberwolves. That's at plus 170. Uh-huh. Uh, like I said before, I think they've got a lot of y- young firepower uh, and between Shea Gilgis Alexander and Josh Giddy being able to do what they can do. Uh, I-, I really see them being able to put something together to be able to pull out a win tonight and make their way into the playoffs uh, to the NBA playoffs. And even on that, I think they've got a good chance of maybe squeaking their way through the first round. Uh, we'll see if jo- oh. if the Joker's able to to stop them or not. But I think they've got the potential to do it. Uh, so we'll see what they can do. But that's cool. our bets for tonight. Like I said, go ahead and click that link down in the description below or go to dkng.co slash belly up 150. Sign up for DraftKings. Place a $5 bet and win $200 in bets instantly. Uh, DraftKings is an amazing sponsor of the show, sponsor of the network, and my favorite sports book. I will say that um, because Brothrow is not a sports book. Brothrow is probably my new favorite sports betting platform. But yeah. Yeah, DraftKings wins in the sports books for me. So go check them out. Yeah. Uh, For everyone watching, listening, we thank you so much for supporting the show. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know when we're going live or when we post new stuff here on the YouTubes. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to, give us a five-star review. That helps us out greatly. You can share the show on social media. You can also follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, We love you all so much and thank you so much for your support and until next time.